Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello and welcome to the Everything's Black Mike podcast with me, Aaron Stokes. And we're here for a very, very special episode. And that is because we finally know who Newcastle United are going to be playing in the Champions League group stage in the next couple of months. And let me tell you, it is an absolute cracker. Just listen to this list of names who are going to be setting foot at St. James's Park in the next few months. You've got Marco Verratti, Ginny Wijnaldum, Marco Asensio, Gianluigi Donnarumma, Marco Royce, Gio Reyna, Daniel Malin, Rafael Liao, Olivier Giroud, Tio Hernandez, Ficayo Tomori, and some would say the best player in world football, Kylian Mbappe. They are all going to be stepping out potentially at St. James's Park between September and December. And that is because Newcastle United have drawn... What many will call the group of death, they've got PSG, they've got Dortmund, they've got AC Milan. But let me tell you, even though they're potentially in the hardest group they could have got, Newcastle United fans are buzzing. And for good reason. And that is because they are going to welcome some absolute European royalty to their doorstep. And I don't know if you can tell if you're watching this live on YouTube, but I can't stop grinning. I'm so, so happy that they've got a group like this. I think... Going into the draw and anybody who came to our live event on, on Wednesday, you would hear me say that I wasn't really too bothered. I didn't matter. I didn't mind if it was Feyenoord or Real Madrid. I didn't mind if it was, you know, the Benfica or the Lazios. I really didn't care because, you know, I was just excited about the Champions League and what was going to come. But now we've had the draw. I'm absolutely, I'm absolutely delighted that they've got the teams they've got. And I think it's going to be such a good few months of football. Home and away, it's going to be fantastic for supporters getting to go to some really, really, you know, cities that are steeped in football and culture um and funny enough each of the each of the games that they're going to play are, are sort of got their own story now we're going to start with PSG European royalty you know they win the French league every year pretty much uncontested the the naysayers will no doubt pin it as the Saudi versus Qatar derby and I think we need to be prepared for that there is going to be some backlash when PSG come to town but look, it's an absolutely fantastic tie. They are they're a team that are constantly going for the Champions League. They still haven't won it despite all this money pumped in from Qatar in the last couple of years. Um, they came very, very close when they lost to Bayern Munich um, in a recent final. And they are going to be very, very determined to win the competition, finally ending that hoodoo. Um, but look, the PSG, as I've said, and Kylian Mbappe, one of the best players in the world. You know, we're potentially going to get a nice reunion with Ginny Wijnaldum. You're going to get Italy's number one goalkeeper in Donnarumma. You're going to get Verratti. You're going to get Asensio. You're going to get all these fantastic players. And you might even get a little glimpse of Hugo Ekatike at uh, St. James's Park after Newcastle United, you know, went so hard to try and sign him last summer before he decided to go to PSG. It hasn't worked out from there. Very, very interesting to see whether he leaves PSG before the deadline on Friday. He could be at St. James's Park finally, along with Mbappe. But you're looking at this PSG squad, I know I've just named off some of the names there who, you know, on their day are fantastic footballers, some of Europe's best, but there's no arguing that this is not the PSG of old. You know, we haven't got Lionel Messi anymore. We haven't got Neymar anymore. And I think you're looking around that team and as I said, although I've named some, you know, top European World Cup stars, 
there's a little feeling that Newcastle United might just be able to get one over PSG if they're at their best. Then we move on to Dortmund. This is the game that, as I said, if anybody was at our live event, this is the game that I said I wanted out of all others because I think Dortmund, Newcastle United, two football mad cities, two incredible fan bases going head to head. You're going to have war flags at St James's Park. You're going to have that you know, incredible yellow wall at Signal Iduna Park in Dortmund. And by the way, I've done that stadium tour um, in Germany and it's absolutely fantastic. You know, it, it was absolutely incredible to be there when it was empty. I can't even imagine what it was going to be like at full capacity. Um, Dortmund themselves are very, very good side. They came inches away from winning the Bundesliga title last year. They lost it on the last day. Bayern Munich inevitably swept up, made them, you know, punished them for their mistakes. Um and you know Dortmund fell agonisingly short. They bottled it, some would say, on the last day, but still a very, very good side. Their manager, Eden Terzig, um, he's been with the club a couple of years now. He joined in 2018 after already working there under Klopp back in the day. He's been assistant there um, before taking the interim job in 2020. He's now their full-time coach. Um, he's worked, as I said, on Jurgen Klopp, Slavin Bilic. He's got plenty of experience Um and they will be a really, really tough side for Newcastle United as well. But that's what we want. We want those big, big clashes. And then, of course, last but not least, we've got AC Milan. We've got Sandro Tonali getting his return to the San Siro a lot quicker than he thought. Um, there is going to be some scores to settle there. And I think if you you know rewind a couple of days, too, you know where they want to go, who they want to play, what stadiums they want to visit, what cities they want to travel to, Milan would have been right up there for a lot of these fans, you know. Um, the San Siro, very, very high on a lot of fans' list. Obviously, that iconic stadium that is set to be demolished and transformed in the next couple of years. Newcastle United fans are going to get their chance to experience it after all these years. They obviously played at Milan um, the last time they were in the Champions League. Three fantastic ties, three unbelievable you know, opportunities for Newcastle United. And I've... It sounds so silly given where we were just two years ago when Steve Bruce was still in a job and, you know, deadline days coming up as it is on Friday and we were, you know, agonising over a Hamza Chowdhury loan from Leicester. Well, now Newcastle United are getting ready to welcome some of the best players in the world. And even though we're only two years into this journey, even though Newcastle United have massively overachieved, I'm seeing a lot of fans confident that Newcastle United can qualify from this group. PSG, Dortmund, AC Milan fans are realistically thinking that even though it's, you know, the so-called group of death, they think Newcastle United can qualify from this group. Um, it's going to take an absolutely, you know, gigantic effort. But I tell you what, Newcastle United and St James's Park is going to be rocking on those days. Now, any of you who are watching me on YouTube right now um, and you're watching me in video, you can tell I'm not in the usual podcast studio and that is because I'm actually in the room next door because I really wanted the shot of St. James's Park in the background of this video. I can just about see level seven and where the away fans are going to be in a couple of months' time. Unfortunately, the lighting just wasn't right. So I'm currently just sat here looking at that empty stadium. But I tell you what, in a couple of months' time, maybe even a month to the day or just, just short of that, a couple of weeks' time, we are going to be sat here, you know, watching a game at St. James's Park, potentially. The fixture details are due to come out. It's Saturday at the latest. We obviously know the dates of when Newcastle United are going to be playing. We don't yet know who they're going to be playing. All we know is that them and Arsenal cannot be playing on the same night, given that it's the two Manchester clubs, so they will be split up. Um, but as I say, the, the, the announcement of that will come in the next couple of days. But just going back to the fan reaction, and I think, you know, that's been a really, really telling thing. Everybody delighted with the group. I've seen very, very few people, you know, turn their nose up at such a hard draw on paper. 
Um, and I think it just goes to show that maybe I was wrong earlier this week when I was sort of saying it doesn't matter who they get. It doesn't matter if it's Feyenoord or Red Star or Belgrade. Just the fact that Newcastle United are in the Champions League at all that matters. I still sort of stand by that. I still think any draw would have been an absolutely fantastic draw. But I think now, now that we've got the big boys at St James Park, now that we've got some real, real heavyweight clashes um, in the future, I, I think maybe I was a little bit naive to not want the big boys. My colleague Kieran Kelly's been saying for weeks and weeks on videos and at the live event, he was saying, you know, we want the group of death. Newcastle United shouldn't fear it. Um, and I certainly don't think they will be fearing it. They'll be going into those games just as they do in the Premier League and they'll be wanting to win every single game. We've just heard from Darren Eels and Newcastle United CEO who was over in Monaco for the draw. Um, he was talking to BT Sport. This is what he said. He said, we are really excited. 20 years is a long time not being in the Champions League and this is something from a great season last term. We're not just here to make up the numbers. We want to compete on all fronts. How refreshing is that? We have six big games ahead of us and a great coach, Andy Howe. We really want to give it our all. We're in it and our fans want a dream now. We want a group that they can get excited about. We feel we have the players and the coaching staff to compete with all the best teams. It will be tough and we will give it our best. They certainly will. And also, Darren Eels, he's a very cheeky chap. He's a very personable man. Um, and he likes a laugh and he couldn't resist throwing a little dig at Sunderland when he was speaking to BT Sport. And he just said, we think the Milan, we think of 10,000 Geordies over there in the wonderful city of Milan. I don't think I've ever seen a Mac at Milan. And isn't that just typical? That Darren Eels would be the man to throw that little dig in at Sunderland um, when they're at their lowest. But he's right. Newcastle United are going to go there. They're going to try their best to compete. They're going to give it a right good go. And anyhow, he wants to win every single game in the Premier League. And that is going to be the case when Newcastle United line up in the Champions League. And as I said, I, I know I'm beginning to sound like Andrew Musgrove when I say this, but it's refreshing. It's very refreshing to hear the Newcastle United hierarchy speaking in this terms in the biggest competition in the world. Um, and I think I speak for every single Newcastle United fan listening to this, watching this, not listening to this, not watching this. We just cannot wait for that first game, um, middle of September, whether it's home or away. PSG, Dortmund or AC Milan, it's just going to be absolutely fantastic. Um Thank you very much for watching this video. Thank you very much for listening um, to this podcast. If you are doing so later, um, we've got plenty of reaction to the, Euro, uh, the Champions League draw on our website. We've also got videos and more podcasts to come. Um, plenty of reaction. We'll also be looking ahead to the Brighton game Saturday. Um, myself and John Gibson will be doing a podcast on Friday. Um, Andrew will also be hosting The View from the Opposition. We'll also be back with the Monday show, back on a Monday finally. Um, at the start of next week. But for now, you know, who cares about Brighton? Newcastle United are back in the Champions League. They're back in the group of death. And we all absolutely cannot wait.